Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 24th of October, 2022. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube, DLive and Odyssey channels, as well as on the interactive Entropy software, uh, which I've put the, the link into the live chat where you can ask a direct question and also send through a super chat to not just support this program, but all unshackled productions hello to everyone in the chat and uh thank you kesho for uh being sorry for spamming the the chat uh good to see you back in the chat uh alice wonderland and uh, also where's waldo these people are sick want of power i assume you're talking about uh the globalists uh, latest uh, ownership they're trying to take over various governments and, and cultures which we're going to get into tonight it is 8 30 p.m here in melbourne victoria where the return of forecast heavy rainfall hasn't materialized yet uh, parts of the state plus parts of new south wales and queensland are under flood warnings uh, sadly, uh, there was a death of a 28-year-old woman in Mudgee, New South Wales, today in flood waters. Because the rain held during the weekend, uh, the crowds flocked to Melbourne sporting events on Saturday afternoon. There was the, the horse racing Cox Plate, a crowd of 41,720. It's the lead into Melbourne Cup Week. It was a sellout of the A-League men's Melbourne soccer derby uh, between Melbourne Victory and Melbourne City at Amy Park, which can fit uh, 30,000 people. And the biggest crowd of the, the weekend was on the Sunday night between India and Pakistan, uh, because Australia is hosting the T20 World Cup. So 90,293 saw a thrilling game with India win it in the last over. Uh, thankfully, it was 100% peaceful, unlike the aftermath of an India versus Pakistan game in the UK city of Leicester, which led to, well, it seems uh, weeks and weeks of uh, riots uh, at night. Uh, I guess the fact that the MCG was uh, nearly full uh, between uh, two uh, national teams uh, that uh, didn't include Australia. It's just a sign of the, the changing demographics of, of Melbourne in particular. Uh, certainly was a better game uh, than uh, the night before uh, at the on the Saturday at the SCG, Australia and versus New Zealand. Uh, so uh, Captain Woke, uh, Pat Cummins, oversaw Australia losing by 89 runs and he uh, bowled not uh, for 46. And uh, speaking of uh, woke sports, uh, Gina Reinhart decided to withdraw her $15 million sponsorship offer uh, from the Australian Diamonds netball uh, team. 
so she obviously heard the unfair and uh, well backlash uh, against her kind sponsorship offer that she's provided for Swimming Australia. Uh, so saw that her help uh, was was not wanted there. Uh, Gina Reinhardt uh, on the weekend she did donate uh, one million dollars to the uh, Perth uh, Kids uh, Telethon. Uh, so uh, Gina Reinhardt she is. Certainly, her philanthropy uh, hasn't been uh, deterred by the, the ingrates of the, uh, the diamonds. And, yeah, they'll just have to get uh, sponsorship uh, money from elsewhere. I mean, good luck, uh, uh, Netball Australia, trying to stay afloat now. Now, over the weekend, it was the closing of uh, the 20th uh, Chinese Communist Party National Congress and uh, President uh, Xi Jinping, as everyone predicted, was uh, re-elected, if I put that in quotation marks, uh, for a unprecedented uh, third term after the disastrous, murderous, tyrannical rule of uh, Mao Zedong during the uh, after the the communist revolution from 49 to 76 uh two uh two term limits were were introduced so a president could serve no more than a, a two five year terms as president and xi jinping who has been a president and paramount leader of the people's republic of china i managed to uh, managed to get it changed. He was first uh, elected. I should always do this with a quotation mark because it's a one-state to to one totalitarian dictatorship. Uh, so he will be in power until at least 2028. And to, well, uh, as many people uh, were shocked by this footage of his predecessor, uh, Hu Jintao, uh, president of the, the PRC, uh, from uh, 2003 to 2013, he was physically removed uh, from uh, the. This is when the, the foreign media cameras uh, came in, and so the world's media. This is why this footage exists because they were invited in, and he's 79 years old. Xi Jinping is 69 years old. As you can see, he looks quite frail and and, and confused. Alice in Wonderland says Xi Jinping is more of a dictator than now people are saying. Well, who knows what he's got planned uh, for the next uh, five years. I mean, uh, the legal concentration camps, uh, that's obviously been one of his most egregious uh, human rights violations. Thomas Morris says, look at China's diversity. Yes, you can see all Han Chinese uh, there. So yes, these mass figures are, are taking him away. He he wants to take the, the papers with him. He's trying to get uh, Xi Jinping's attention. But the hey, what, what, what the hell's going on here? And Xi there is just he's got this uh, well this evil smile on his face. This smirk it is. And yeah, he's being led away, unding, undignified there. 
And yes, uh, P. Koziman, uh, Xi Jinping did uh, say that uh, they want uh, to have, as they call it, reunification with Taiwan. And so this article in Foreign Policy online magazine by James Palmer, uh, as as the, the, the title is what uh, a lot of people were wondering watching that uh, footage, what the hell just happened to Hu Jintao? And so as it says, as he goes here, Hu uh, was never as powerful as Xi. Uh, his time was in the era of so-called collective uh, leadership. Uh, during his ten tenure, corruption rose, and more dangerously for the party, public coverage of corruption rose, as did freedom of speech online, and to a limited extent, civil society and NGOs. Since stepping down as CCP leader in 2012, who was lauded by party media uh, in a stark contrast to Xi, relinquishing power, he has largely been off the stage. So this article uh, puts uh, three possibilities. One possibility is that there was an unexpected COVID-19 diagnosis, which he was unaware, but this would mean a PCR test was processed at just the wrong moment, coming up positive when the rapid test administered everyone who comes near the leadership failed to catch anything. Because yes, uh, remember that China, a, under Xi's uh, rule, a, will continue to have a strict COVID zero policy. And yes, that applies to the Congress uh, as well. And uh, so maybe he was taken off uh, to some a quarantine uh, facility. The second possibility is that information suddenly came up that made Xi, who would have to have personally approved such a move, afraid that who might abstain or even vote against him in the rounds of an otherwise unanimous voting that finish off the party Congress. Uh, so that could have been a remark by Hugh to his former colleagues backstage, or perhaps even signs of dementia that caused a sudden panic that something might go wrong. That would make huge confusion understandable. But uh, Hugh, I will say he did look like he had uh, more wits about him than, than Joe Biden, I must say. But the third and most uh, disturbing possibility is that it was planned. And we just witnessed Hugh deliberately and publicly humiliating his uh, predecessor, and uh, Xi, in his uh, third term, has uh, stacked the, uh, the the executive of China uh, with all party allies. So, yes, this is uh, he, he's surrounded by complete yes men now. Uh, Xi, they're 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 all around his age, so mid to late sixties. So he certainly I doesn't want to want to pick someone young enough to be a successor. Uh, there are uh, many online commentators saying that uh, Xi uh, could uh, be president until he dies, which could be as late as uh, well, 20, uh, 2037. Uh, they're, they're, they're saying when he'd be in his, his late 80s there. And uh, of course, uh, Xi Jinping, he talked up uh, the uh, the, the, the so-called superiority of his uh, uh, COVID zero approach, which he said was about putting people first, saving lives, and also claimed that uh, the, well, the, the figures that were put out uh, that uh, China's GB, GBT, GDP had uh, grown by 3.9% uh, for the third uh, quarter, 
many of the uh, CCP and COVID zero simps claimed that, see, this is why uh, COVID zero works. But if it is about uh, saving lives, I, there was previously a, a, bush, a deadly bush crash uh, to a quarantine facility where I, I think it was over a dozen died. And now a 14-year-old girl I died after she was put into a Chinese COVID quarantine center. Uh, her parents are demanding justice, which is, I'm surprised that they're, what is that, uh, when I say daring to speak out, they obviously are brave, but it's very dangerous now. It, just any form of uh, dissent uh, or any uh, any dissent against COVID-0 is uh, uh, legitimate. So she developed a fever for two days after being taken to the centre in uh, Ruzhou, Hainan province last Friday. Videos of her shanking, convulsing on her bed sparked an outcry online in China, which retains strict pandemic controls. Her family shared the clips, appealing for help and accountability. Uh, so officials contacted by the BBC have yet to comment on the allegation or the cause of, her name was uh, Zhou uh, uh, Jingjiang's uh, death, which remain unclear. In the video, her father, Guo uh, Lili, says workers at the centre had failed to provide any treatment to Jijing as her uh, condi condition worsened. On Sunday, she began to convulse, dehydrate and shaking, is in the video uploaded to Doyin, Australia's local version of TikTok. Just absolutely heartbreaking, cruel, no humanity uh, in that approach at all. Now, over here in the West, uh, I mentioned that there's uh, plenty of uh, CCP, COVID zero uh, simps, but the most bizarre uh, analysis piece on uh, Xi Jinping's uh, pending third term came from, guess who at the ABC? Stan Grant, who said, to understand China, you need to understand whiteness, yet it's missing from the, the conversation. And so he starts off that uh, AUKUS, uh, uh, an alliance, uh, he, he, he refers to it as a uh, a race-based military block of white white countries. And he actually quotes Australia's ambassador, oh, sorry, China's ambassador to Australia, uh, Jai Quen, as saying that's how it appears in other countries. And so it goes through the whole uh, modern history of uh, China uh, and, and Japan. And he says, the Japanese themselves cannot be separated from the project of whiteness. So... And he, he says that, uh, it goes, it goes on to say that, uh, basically that, uh, that, uh, for the past three centuries, power and whiteness have been synonymous from the British empire to the American century and white nations have exported, uh, violence, committed genocide, stolen land and made it all legal. China, like so many other non-white nations has felt the sting of white imperialism so yeah basically he's basically implying that uh it's it's our fault that the uh the ccp people's republic of of china is as monstrous as it is uh today uh because our ancestors were, were so racist about the uh the yellow peril
now uh, going on uh, to the other uh, great uh, globalist project, because obviously Klaus Schwab at the, the World, World Economic Forum, he invites uh, uh, Xi Jinping uh, to uh, speak every year at their uh, annual uh, meeting at their, their Davos lair. One of their uh, protégés is on the brink of becoming uh, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. Uh, so Liz Truss, she uh, resigned as uh, Prime Minister after just 44 days in office, after she made it to the final two of the, the Tory MP vote with Rishi Sunak. The Tory party members voted for her over Rishi Sunak. Rishi Sunak was rejected by the Tory members because he was the one uh, who was Boris's chancellor and stabbed him in the back. I got starting uh, the, the, the uh, Boris's removal, who the, the Tory party base, uh, they, they, they wanted Boris to come back, but Boris ruled himself out because basically the uh, Tory establishment's people who forced him out, they were going to blow the joint up again if he uh, returned. So there's a lot of, lot of uh, Tory party members tearing up their membership because what is the point? The MPs just keep removing who they vote for. And yes, uh, British politics, it's, if, you, if our revolving door prime ministership uh, back in the, the 2010s uh, made us a made us a, a laughing stock shambles. Uh, this Tory revolving door uh, prime ministership has has got nothing on that. So British bookmakers reportedly taking bets on who will last longer, Liz Truss's prime minister or a lettuce, which decomposes in 35 days. So the lettuce lasted over. This is one of the memes uh, going around. Number 10 Downing Street sponsored by Airbnb. Perfect uh, for short stays. So, Rishi Sunak is the is the choice of the globalists, the Tory uh, establishment, uh, by the by a lot of the fake uh, conservative media in the UK. The only person, woman, I should say, who can stop him uh, is uh, Penny Mordaunt, who came third in the ballot of MPs. Liz Truss just pipped her at the post uh, to get into to number two. So Penny Mordaunt, she's a naval uh, reservist. Uh, she's from uh, Portsmouth, uh, down south there. Uh, fun fact, uh, she is uh, two, two years older than Liz Truss, but she uh, it looks uh, much better for her age than uh, Liz Truss. And uh, Penny Mordaunt is a spinster. She's uh, never married. Uh, I, I think, I can't remember if she, she's had a long-term partner. I can't remember if they were, they were married or just domestic partners. But yes, she doesn't have any children and is uh, uh, single. Uh, both uh, Rishi and Penny uh, they supported uh, uh, Brexit in the, the 2016 Leave referendum. So they've got that in, 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 in their corner. Liz Truss was actually a Remainer uh, in the, the Leave referendum, though she was the, the choice 
of uh, the, 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 the Brexit, uh, uh, senior uh, Brexit Conservative MPs such as Nadine Doris and Jacob Rees-Mogg. Uh, they both wanted Boris to come back. Jacob Rees-Mogg said Boris or bust. And now uh, Rishi Sunak, uh, so he uh, is of Indian uh, ethnicity, uh, but he was born in the, the UK, though he married an Indian national. Uh, so Akashanta uh, Murthy, who's the heiress of a, of a Indian uh, business empire uh she is actually richer than the the british royal family there so that's king charles and queen camilla uh with uh rishi and uh akashanta is in the middle and then there's uh priti patel on the, the left this is at the the british asian uh trust uh event and now uh why do the the globalists like uh, Rishi Sunak so much. Well, I, when he was running for, for Prime Minister, he told Julia Hartley Brewer that he was committed to, to net zero. And uh, when he was Chancellor, uh, this is uh, what he told the World Economic Forum about what uh, the UK government was doing for the green agenda. Announcing three new steps today. First, we're announcing the UK's intention to mandate climate disclosures by large companies and financial services firms across the economy by 2025, going further than recommended by the Task Force on Climate-Related Financial Disclosures, the first G20 country to do so. Second, we're implementing a new green taxonomy, robustly classifying what we mean by green to help firms and investors better understand the impact of their investments on the environment. And third, to meet growing investor demand for projects that can achieve environmental and climate goals in the UK, next year, we will issue our first ever sovereign green bond, the first in a green curve of new issuances. And now I saw uh, I'm a stupid moron say, isn't a isn't he a U.S. citizen? Well, he uh, and his wife they obtained a U.S. Uh, green card. I remember he, he uh, studied at Oxford in the U.K. Then uh, got a postgrad at Stanford over in the the, the U.S. He worked for Goldman Sachs, uh, but uh, they no longer have the the green cards uh, the, uh, since. Well, they 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 got rid of them uh, when when uh, Rishi uh, was Chancellor, living next door to the Prime Minister at uh, number 11 uh, Downing Street. I, there was a, a scandal uh, with uh, Akshanta because she is actually not a British citizen. She's an Indian uh, citizen uh, with British residency. Uh, she was uh, using the, the fact that she was only a resident to try and avoid uh, tax. Uh, now, uh, Rishi Sunak, his remember his uh, slogan was ready for Rishi. The reason why I do it with a, with a lisp is uh, uh, because back when he was at Oxford, he had this uh, uh, terrible uh, lisp, uh, which you can see here. Friends who are aristocrats, I have friends who are upper class, I have friends who are, you know, working class, but I'm not working class, but I mix and match and then I go to see 
Yes, it would have taken him years of, of speech therapy to, to get rid of that uh, lisp, but he, he sold his uh, parents' uh, immigrant uh, story about uh, why he'd make a great prime minister. I mean, look, uh, I, any, any, I, the, the, the son of uh, migrants can uh, uh, get into the British aristocracy and then become the globalist golden boy uh, to uh, become prime minister. Uh, uh, now, given that he would be uh, the first uh, British prime minister who is not an Indigenous uh, Brit, I, this has certainly uh, got some people talking. And there was an interesting uh, phone call uh, uh, to uh, LBC uh, from uh, from Jerry from Lowestoft, a Tory party member, to Sangeeta Mesquia, uh, where uh, he was talking about uh, about how British he thought uh, Rishi Sunak was or wasn't. Hi, a great show, by the way. <laughs> Thank um, you. I uh, let me just say first, I am. Uh, a Tory party member and my dad was a constituency chairman and um, we support Boris and I'd say in my estimate 80% of the members support Boris so that's where we're at and our perspective is different to you know the media perspective the markets both my daughters work in the city there's a lot of AI algorithms coming from abroad tampering with the markets now we can't let the markets and the media run our country it's a democracy. We are the voters and we support Boris. So we want Boris back. And Boris has the best chance of winning the general election next time. So Rishi's not going to win it. Rishi's not even British, in most people's opinion. He's, not, he's, he's got American allegiance. His family's American. They're, they're Indian business people. He'll go and live in America, no doubt. He doesn't love England like Boris does. OK. Um, Jerry. To my knowledge, um, Rishi Sunak was born in the UK. He uh, went to Winchester School, which, as you know, is a long-established public school in this country. Um, as I understand it, he was... Yeah, in fact, he was born at Southampton General Hospital. Um, well, can I just say, my, one of my mates... I was in the military. One of my mates was born in Uganda. He's white as the driven snow and he's English as English can be. He's not African, is he? Because he's born in Uganda. That no, doesn't mean it, anything. No, sorry, I'm, I'm just picking up the... I, I'm just picking up on the fact that you that you suggested that uh, Rishi Sunak isn't, isn't British or English and doesn't love the country as much as um, Boris Johnson as a result. So I just want to clarify that with you, that he was born in this country, that he went to one of the country's most pre um, prestigious uh, public schools, that he has um, worked, of course, in the city and then took up politics, that he is the man that many people credit through the furlough scheme, um, saved the economy, um, and you don't think that that proves that he's he's British? Paul's a green card. His wife and the family business, their fortune. His now it's it's an interesting. Uh, obviously, what he says, you're not really supposed to to talk about. Now, this host, uh, Sanjita uh, Maiskia, she was born in Tanzania in Africa, so she's a mixture of. Indian and uh, African, uh, but 
it's true that uh, you can be born in a a foreign uh, country, uh, but obviously, I not, clearly not be part of that country's culture. I mean, the the deputy federal opposition leader in Australia, Susan Lay, uh, was born in Nigeria. Clearly, if you looked at her, nothing about her screams Nigerian. And uh, Malcolm Roberts, uh, One Nation Senator born in India, if you look at him, listen to him, nothing uh, nothing about him screams Indian. Now, obviously, Rishi Sunak, he, he was born in the, the UK, raised there, speaks with a, a British accent uh but uh certainly uh, i think that what the because it goes for eight minutes uh the, the this this call uh with with jerry he's not fixated on the fact that rishi is is brown but rishi's uh rishi's conduct and uh obviously the the his uh us connections as well uh is he for the british people or is he for the 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 globalist project although i uh, when he talked about uh globalist uh jerry uh sangeeta she also uh didn't like that his business, they seem to be globalists. They don't seem to love England. And you point out the furlough. Well, we actually see it differently. He gave away £400 billion and practically bankrupted our economy over the idiotic furlough payment. He did not and bankrupt allow, uh, the economy. That's just that's factually the, incorrect. The, the, he did not so bankrupt the economy. Also, may nearly, I ask you how nearly, much... Jerry, nearly. Jerry, as we carry on... Through, this is very important, Jerry. As we carry on this conversation, please don't use the phrase globalist again because many of my Jewish listeners will find that incredibly offensive um, because it has also been used at times as uh, a racist put-down to the Jewish community. So so carry on, Jerry. Uh, on, my, if you wouldn't mind... That's answering, not true. That's not true. I, I don't mean Jewish. If I meant Jewish, I'd say Jewish. I, I did not. Is somebody who Jerry, has international... Jerry, once more, I'm going to give you one more chance. I have explained to you that many members of the Jewish community are offended by that phrase. Please do not use it. Please answer my question. You say... Doesn't uh, uh, Sangeeta know that offence is taken, not given as he said there he he doesn't mean it as an anti-semitic slur he's not referring to jewish people the globalists are made up of all different races religions and and ethnicities i mean klaus schwab a head of the the world economic forum he is uh, german swiss and yes there's jewish people as part of the globalists there's muslims uh, there's uh, uh white anglo-saxon protestants uh, there is uh, indians and africans i mean there's it's it's a very uh, diverse lot uh, now i saw uh, that uh, uh, further up here, uh, Alice in Wonderland said if uh, Boris doesn't come back, uh, they're stuffed. Uh, well, Boris isn't uh, coming back. I saw Nigel Farage say that uh, Rishi uh, could not retain the, the Red Wall, uh, those uh, northern electorates that Boris Johnson won, working class electorates that he won in the north in, in 2019. Uh, so as we go to air, it's just past 9 p.m. Melbourne time, which means that's uh, 11 a.m. 
over in London. Uh, so it's the deadline today uh, because they, one of Liz Truss's final meetings as uh, Prime Minister was with Sir Graham Brady of the, the 1922 committee, uh, sorting out how they're going to rig the rules uh, uh, again a, 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 to decide who her replacement was. So the uh, candidates have to get a hundred signed signatures from fellow MPs to, to be on the ba ballot. So Rishi Sunak has got that. Penny Mordaunt, not yet, hasn't. Uh, we'll see if she does. Uh, if she does, uh, then it will go to an online member's vote. It won't be like a six-week campaign mail-in ballot like last time. Uh, if the members do get a say, and it's not a, a stitch-up uh, by the, the Tory MPs, uh, then Rishi will be Prime Minister by today. Uh, if it's a member's vote, uh, Penny Mordaunt uh, will win because she is the most popular uh, amongst the members. While I, the British uh, government and political system is in a decadent uh, state, uh, so is the state of British, British culture with uh, probably the lowest, uh, lowest most uh, degrading uh, night of uh, British television on Friday night, uh, Channel 4, on their uh, revived uh, Friday night uh, live program. Uh, so this uh, transgender musician who was an ex, uh, sorry, uh, a voice uh, contestant, Jordan Gray, stripped naked live on TV, live in front of the studio audience and uh, played their piano with, for the rest of the song, with her penis. And it's blurred out there, but that was uncensored on national British television. And you can actually, you can actually find the footage quite freely on Twitter because Twitter allows nudity and porn currently. Elon has promised to, uh, 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 promised to, to punt uh, porn from, from the platform. But so there is a campaign to put in complaints to, to Ofcom because uh, apparently the studio audience uh, lapped it up. And so it was hosted by uh, Ben Elton, uh, this uh, the, the, this uh, live show, and he apparently after the sketch, it was called a sketch. Ben Elton, who is an Australian citizen as well, I should add. Now that's what I call a knob gag. Well, I think people were gagging as in wanting to uh, throw up, and uh, so the ninety-minute show. Uh, so this occurred at a, uh, after 10 p.m. Uh, UK time. Also featured appearances from Stephen Fry, Dawn French, and Jennifer Saunders. So uh, now, as this Daily Mail headline has uh, said, it's uh, been labelled uh, as uh, misogynistic and uh, offensive because uh, many uh, women's rights uh, campaigners have said, like, look, this is mocking woman, the fact that uh, this trans woman is showing that she still has a, a penis, uh, is, is mocking, uh, mocking the, uh, the female uh, identity. But 
uh, forget the fact that she's a trans woman. I they uh, for her to to do this, it's she has no uh, dignity, decency. I mean, what to strip off live, like naked live in front of a live studio audience, live on national TV, and of course the internet age goes viral. Uh, around the world. Yes, I, I do not uh, misgender on this uh, program. I also uh, don't try to uh, dead name as well uh, because uh, that's not allowed on, on YouTube where uh, we're broadcasting here. But like, in my opinion, like OnlyFans models have like, have, have more decency because at least they, they put, uh, you know, their, their their bits behind like a, a paywall. They don't basically show it off on national TV for for all to see. So I mean like Russia and China, they don't need to invent propaganda against the West. They can just show this and say, I uh, yeah, like uh, I, you wanna, you know, fight to stop the West. Uh we're fighting to to stop this coming into our our country. Uh, now, even worse, even worse is uh, that uh, this uh, performer, uh, Jordan Gray, uh, is a, a patron of uh, this uh, charity called Educate and Celebrate, which is like an LGBT uh, education uh it runs LGBT education programs for workplaces and schools. And so this is what Jordan has said about the education she gives. I go into schools to talk about gender as part of a campaign called Educate and Celebrate. Toddlers kind of get it straight away. I went to one school recently where there was a seven-year-old transgender girl and her four-year-old classmate who was a boy said, Jessie's a girl and she wants to be a girl. And I am a boy and I want to be a boy. And that's that. Young minds are very accepting. It's teenagers who are harder to get through. To go in to a secondary school would be terif terrifying, but it's good to educate these kids when they are young. Now, apparently uh, her profile is, is gone from the, the Educate and Celebrate website, but not uh, completely. I mean, I managed to find uh, Jordan Gray's profile on the website, Tall Dark Friend. Now, remember that I, in a previous episode of Tim's News Explosion, I just, I, I bought you the, the UK uh, Mermaids uh, trans kids charity scandal. Uh, where a, 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 a trustee, a, a, a Jacob uh, Breshlov, uh, had to uh, resign after it was uh, discovered that 10 years ago he'd spoken at a pro-pedophile uh, event. So obviously the UK is, oh, it's, 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 Several, it's 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 way more down the the decadence scale than, than us. Uh, though, what happens in the, the UK and the US uh, slowly come uh, comes down down under here in Australia as well. Now, uh, moving on to the US. Speaking of of that, uh, now 
Alex Jones, as you know, he is uh, the the total uh, defamation uh, amount that he's been ordered to to pay uh, the Sandy Hook uh, families uh, is now at uh, one billion. Now they are asking for no. I don't want to buy your Infowars products, Alex. Sorry. Uh, so uh, they are now uh, seeking uh, two point. 75 trillion in addition to the billion they've already got so uh, they are seeking the highest possible amount in punitive damages in hopes of taking drones off the air forever so they're trying to silence him the cartoonishly large amount which supposedly factors in 550 million social media exposures uh, the, that Infowars would have generated on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook in the three years following the mass shooting and multiplies it by 5,000. So, yes, I mean, would uh, has there ever been a damages payout in US history in the, in the trillions? I mean, that's about uh, one-tenth of the, the US national debt. Uh, and, yes... They, they make no bones about it that this uh, this show trial uh, show trials that he's been subjected to it's uh, it's uh, designed to, to to silence him uh, take 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 him off the air. Uh, does anyone know uh, what a, what what's greater than a trillion uh, because that's what they'll be uh, demanding next. Now obviously a, another personality, uh, that uh, they are trying to cancel is Yi, uh, formerly known as Kanye West. I think if I continue to call him Kanye West, is that dead naming? Uh, I'm not sure if, because obviously you can't dead name trans people. Is it the same with like when when someone like him changes his name to, to Yi? Uh, so he uh, had a two-hour interview on Piers Morgan Uncensored, which is uh, on his YouTube channel, though it is censored because they they bleep out uh ye swearing and when he says the the n-word and so a uh, ye calls uh peers chris uh a lot of the time uh peers because uh, he's really struggling with his uh talk tv uh program so he really needed this uh uh exclusive to, to bump up his ratings uh they asked him about uh, the 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 DEFCON on Jewish people tweet, and he said, "I'm not going. I wasn't going to go after all Jewish people. I was talking about the the, the Jewish uh, business people who screwed me over in uh, my music uh, career." And uh, uh, but uh, Piers still uh, berated him about uh, the 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 tweet and said that he said that. Uh, I, I, uh, racism and perceived racism is not free speech it's hate speech so yeah Piers Morgan's still not in favor of of, of free, free speech he's against hate speech uh now because uh Yi is is friends with with Candace Owens a daily wire host uh, which is uh, owned by uh, Ben Shapiro, a Jewish man who has uh, defended uh, uh, defended Candace Owens for defending Kanye West, a Jewish YouTuber uh, and podcaster, Ethan Klein, has uh, said this about uh, Ben Shapiro. 
I was just going to say, if there's another Holocaust and people start rounding up the Jews, this I just say, if we they start rounding up the Jews again, I hope Ben gets gassed first. Now he was suspended from YouTube for that. Ben Shapiro himself has said he shouldn't have been suspended, even though what he said was despicable. I mean, there's there's probably uh, a lot on the left who would probably say to me that if there's another uh, Holocaust, I hope Tim gets gas first. They'd probably say that about me as well. And so, yeah, so what is that? Uh, the the other things that he said, uh, Ben Shapiro and his friends can virtue signal all they want, but ultimately they're the ones platforming dangerous anti-Semites. All I did uh, was point that out. So, so, and he went on to say, the joke that I was suspended for simply points out that Ben, who is uh, desperate to be accepted by his Christian nationalist friends as white, will only ever be seen by them as a useful idiot and sadly for him, a Jew. So, yes, um, and uh, this is Ben's experience, this all throughout uh, his uh, career, uh, the, 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 the leftist Jews, uh going after him i mean he used to uh he was born and raised in 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 california a in uh jewish liberal amongst jewish liberal uh hollywood uh remember that his cousin is mara wilson uh remember the the little girl from uh matilda mrs doubtfire and miracle on 40 34th street she's blocked him on uh on twitter uh, because of his uh, conservative uh, views. Uh, no, I'm not uh, Jewish, uh, Brucey. I'm uh, German heritage. That's my uh, uh, background there. Now, uh, moving on uh, to the latest in uh, the well, uh, the never-ending uh, COVID. Uh, vaccine campaigns uh, because uh, remember they're they're encouraging people to get the the bivalent uh, mRNA uh, vaccine and uh, last week uh, the uh, United States Center for Disease uh, Control uh, added uh, the COVID-19's vaccines and you can pretty much only get mRNA in the the United States, the the FDA and CDC, they full just wave through everything that uh, Moderna and Pfizer uh, do. So uh, the committee voted 15 to zero in favor of adding the vaccines to the uh, schedule. During a question period, one member of the committee raised questions over vaccine being included in the schedule when it's been recommended for use under emergency youth authorizations, to which uh, Woody, uh, Dr. Patricia Woody, uh, uh, said they spoke with the Office of General Counsel who said it would be okay to add. Yeah, they've all waved it through. Uh, So they also voted to uh, add the vaccination to the federally funded uh, vaccine for kids program which provides vaccines to children at no or low cost to families while the schedule serves as a recommendation regarding vaccines children should receive by a certain age some schools use the schedule as guidelines for their required vaccinations to enter school and uh 
Charlie Kirk uh, lists the the states uh, that basically just adopt the the CDC vaccination guidelines and mandate them uh, for all children. Now, uh, since uh, then, the the CDC uh, director, as you can see there, Dr. Rochelle Wawinski, she just had her uh, bivalent uh, vaccine and she's just tested positive for for, for COVID. Uh, has uh, mild symptoms, so obviously we wish her a uh, very uh, fast and speedy uh, recovery. Uh, now, over at uh, Paul Joseph Watson's Summit News, I, he, uh, one of his contributors has uh, reported the fact that if an Australian uh, dies uh, from the COVID-19 uh, vaccines, uh, the Australian government will pay for the funeral uh, as part of the, the compensation there. So, and uh, they'll also uh, provide a, a, a if you're, you're hospitalised, they'll, uh, they'll uh, pay compensation of up to $600,000 uh, there as well. Now, obviously, last week I, I've... Uh, spoke to you about uh, the unfolding uh, Ebola outbreak in Uganda. It's now spread to the the capital of uh, Uganda. There, there's uh, uh, nearly uh, ten cases in the the capital of uh, Uganda. There, I'll just make sure that I get the the pronunciation of it right. It's uh, pronounced Kampala there. So, but as I mentioned to you, luckily that uh, they're trialing a vaccine on uh, close contacts in uh, Uganda there. So if it spreads globally, luckily there's a vaccine uh, ready to go. Mad Pyman says the Biden strain is going around, just makes you uh, forgetful and incompetent. Um, I, think, I think that's just, just him. Now, back to Australian uh, domestic issues. Now, it seems that over the, the weekend, uh, uh, Lydia Thorpe, uh, she's decided to be a bit more humble, uh, shall we say. So she's re referred herself to the Senate Privileges uh, Committee uh, and could be the first senator to be personally censured by the Senate since far-right Senator Fraser Anning after it was revealed she had been in a brief relationship with former Rebels Bikies President uh, Dean Martin. Uh, so the opposition uh, and uh, One Nation, uh, they are going to be supporting some form of censure. Labor is leaning towards supporting a some form of uh, sense, sense of motion. So it'll be discussed at a party room meeting on Tuesday. Uh, Peter Dutton has also said uh, that when the, the NAC, the National Anti-Corruption Commission, is uh, established, uh, that um, uh, Peter Dutton would refer her to that uh, as well. So the chair of the uh, Law Enforcement Committee that uh, Lydia Thorpe was on uh, Helen Polly has launched an inquiry that will report back on Tuesday into what confidential briefings the Green Centre may have received about motorcycle gangs and organised crime when she was a member of the uh, the Joint Committee in uh, 2021. And uh, on uh, Saturday, The Age reported that Thorpe repeatedly questioned the Secretary of the Department of Home Affairs, Mike Pizzullo, about the status of a suspected member of the 
rebels bikie gang who was facing deportation to New Zealand during a hearing of the Legal and Constitutional Affairs uh, Committee. Now, Lydia Thorpe has uh, resigned from the the nothing uh, position as a Deputy uh, Greens Senate leader. Uh, but uh, there, Peter, Peter Dutton has uh, call, uh, called for for her to leave the parliament. She was re-elected uh, for a, another uh, six-year term at the 2022 uh, federal election. Uh, she so you can't expel a senator, and 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 nor uh, should other senators have the the power. Uh, the only 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 way a senator can uh, be disqualified from being in the the, the Senate is uh, Section 44. Uh, I don't think she's a dual citizen. Um, uh, the other things is if you're an uh, undischarged bankrupt uh, or if you have been uh, convicted of an offence carrying uh, 12 months imprisonment or more or holding an office of profit under the the crown the crown uh so i i told you on friday on a trad tasman talk that while uh lydia thorpe i was seeing dean martin she was also in a relationship with the australian conservation foundation gavin uh mcfadson uh so she was cheating on her, her then boyfriend and um this is and and this is why um, I was a little surprised that um, uh, Susan Lay, the the deputy uh, liberal opposition leader, our uh, Nigerian Nigerian born, as I was saying before, uh, she uh, it sounded like here uh, she was slut shaming Lydia Thorpe. We need the Greens as a party to disown Senator Thorpe and her transgressions, and in particular, the latest one. You can't get briefings from law enforcement agencies by day and be in bed with bikies at night. I remember uh, the last time a Green Senator was, was slut-shamed, uh, uh, Sarah Hanson-Young sued David Linehaum successfully for uh, slut-shaming her. I wonder if... Uh, uh, Lydia Thorpe will uh, sue uh, Susan Lay for that remark, or I wonder if uh, Susan Lay uh, will get raided by the the AFP uh, for that comment, uh, given that uh, 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 Stefano Seraculus Australian uh, Meditations uh, uh, was raided uh, by the Australian Federal Police over uh, the sign in uh, the convicts of the uh, uh, Warriors of the Convict Resistance Aboriginal flag burning video. There was a sign in the background that said Lydia Thorpe Abo Whore, and then there was a another one uh, which said smallpox. Yes, Lydia Thorpe. Uh, sorry, Susan Lay had to uh, resign once before. Uh, she, while she was uh, on a, a trip, uh, she uh, to the Gold Coast on official business. She popped by to purchase a property on the Gold Coast, uh, but uh, she did her time on the back bench and uh, I think was brought back by Scott Morrison as uh, in Environment uh, Minister. Now, back here uh, in Victoria, 
Dan Andrews, he is from the Labor Socialist Left Left faction. And so now he is, well, he is, he's going full socialism, or as Alan Moran of Regulation Economics says, uh, parading his inner Lenin. He is uh, going uh, to uh, renationalize the, the state's energy, uh, energy supply, uh, announcing a new renewable energy state uh, energy company basically uh, trying to well it's it's so it seems like it's been a dream of his for for 30 years to reverse jeff kennett's energy uh privatization here and uh i recommend you read alan's piece in the the spectator where he always destroys the uh renewable energy and uh government intervention and in the 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 energy market he's has done show on uh, Wilmsfront uh, as well. Now, tomorrow night is uh, the Albanese government's mini budget, or should I say fudget, uh, delivered by Dr. Uh, Jim Chalmers, I should say, the treasurer. He did his uh, PhD on another Labor treasurer, uh, Paul Keating. So uh, Albo and uh, Jimbo, uh, they were... Uh, they were uh, going through, they're flicking through the pages of their their budget papers today for for the cameras for that uh, uh, photo op. Uh, so we've been hearing uh, hints about the 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 budget uh, for, for uh, the mini budget for so long. Um, we'll finally see it tomorrow night if there are any spending cuts, tax increases. Uh, who's going to get what in infrastructure? Uh, spending. Uh, Jim Chalmers has said there's going to be tough decisions because we're in a trillion dollars of, of liberal debt. I mean, it's good that uh, he actually acknowledges that debt is a, is a bad thing. Then on Wednesday, we get uh, the updated inflation figures. And then next Tuesday, not only will it be uh, Melbourne Cup Day uh, after the Halloween, uh, it'll also uh, be uh, the uh, Reserve Bank uh, meeting uh, first Tuesday of the month, where they'll probably probably add another 0.25 percent interest rate. Yes, it'll be because you men said a well-being a budget uh, as well, uh, which uh, Josh Frydenberg uh, iconically mocked. I mean, I thought it was funny, even though he had to apologise uh, for it. Full-on woke funding, all the special interest groups and voting box will be catered for. Yeah, probably. I would say that as as well. Now, the US med terms, they are actually on the 8th of November. They're normally on the first Tuesday of November, except if it falls on the 1st. Uh, so, yeah, next Tuesday, a, uh, tomorrow is the mini budget. Then next Tuesday is Cup Day and uh, RBA meeting. And then the following Tuesday is the, the midterms that we won't uh, find out the result until the, the Wednesday. Uh, coming to the end of the show now, uh, still no update uh, whether uh, Penny Mordant has been able to get the, the 100 uh, signatures for uh, to, to be on the, the ballot, uh, but you'll certainly uh, find out uh, soon. So thank you so much, 
everyone uh, for watching as per usual. There'll be no Wilmstrand this Thursday, definitely won't be. But Trad Tasman Talk will be on this Friday night at the later time of 7 p.m. Melbourne time, 9 p.m. Auckland time on the Unshackled YouTube channel, myself and Stephen Berry. And don't forget to keep checking out the Unshackled.net for our Unshackled Productions archive, including the report from Tiger Mountain and also our articles as well uh so everyone uh please stay safe stay sane and i should add stay decent uh as well given what we've i've had to uh, discuss uh tonight so good night everybody tim's news explosion 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 Tim's news explosion. Tim's news explosion. Tim's news explosion. Tim's news explosion.